you know that moment when you want to say, hey, have you been tested? But then you don't want to say that. So you're like, can you put this on? And you don't want to say that either. So fuck, what do you do? Get an STD <laughs> or pregnant. Okay. Neither one of those are options for me. Oh, so, okay. 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 So if it's right. not an option. If it's not an option, then it, do you ask, like, do you wait to have sex with him or do you just have him wrap his rascal? Oh man, I can't wait. And that's because you're a whore. I know. <laughs> Listen, either I've never once had a guy, if I've asked him to put on a condom, say he wouldn't have sex with me. Okay. So what do you do when he says, I can't feel anything? Well, he's not going to feel anything if we're not fucking. <laughs> okay. That's an option. <laughs> I was actually going for how thin the promescence uh, condoms are. Yes. But they're super thin. Like that's one of the things I noticed mm. when I was with a partner recently is, is I asked him afterwards. I was like, so, you know, cause I don't wear condoms. I was like, so are these any different? He's like, they actually feel like they're a little thinner and we didn't use lube. So oh. to me, it's like, it's a win. So if you're going to be getting down and dirty through the holidays, I might get some. Promescent condoms. Hundreds of thousands of them if I have my choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll link in the show notes to the promescent condoms, but you better wrap it because there's, I'm, not losing a, I'm not losing an orchid or a succulent because you people are too lazy to put a condom on. Put it on. Wrap more than your presents this year. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> to wildorchids.com slash promescent. There you go. FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. Do you have COVID? We have to know. No, I know. COVID. <laughs> Everyone thinks that, no, I can smell. Like they have these maps now too that go COVID, flu, cold. And it's definitely a cold. I don't have a fever. I can smell and taste everything. I don't have any respiratory issues. I just have a head cold. So you're saying when you're swallowing, then you can still taste that shit. <laughs> Okay, literally tried to give head the other night and I was thinking to myself, I really didn't want to do this, but I was turned on, but you're sick. So you're not really like in the mood, you know? And so no. I was like, well, if I, are you in the mood when you're sick? The second I get sick, I want two things. I want ice cream and sex. And that's all really? for the entire time I'm sick. That's hilarious. I'm convinced it's like an endorphin thing. Like, no. So no, I don't know what it's like when you're sick. The you chemicals. Know. Well, all I, I always want is sex when I'm sick. I always joke that dick is like sex is the cure for everything for me. Like it will cure all things, but I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily like turned on when I'm like coughing and snotting, but I thought if I sucked his dick, it would push some of like the mucus around. Okay. That was, I like, I don't even have to ask what happened next. That sounds like a really dumb idea. Okay. It was. <laughs> what happened? Okay. I'm just, it saying. was like the first time I gagged on a dick, like in a very long time. So you're working on your gag reflex. Evidently. <laughs> All right. I'm Sean Lee. I'm Lindsay. And we are the Two Wild Orchids, the place you come for sex and fun. And this is our drunk show, which, as you know, anything goes in the drunk show. Anything goes. Like, did you vomit gag or throw up in the back of your throat? Like, how, how gaggy were you? Are you like noisy gag? Uh, no, it was like a phlegm gag. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, this is disgusting. So this was not even a sexy gag. Jesus, Lindsay. No, I don't even think he really knew it happened. I was just like, oh, oh God. Oh, God. I, I'll be right back. I had to go like spit but not in the way he was hoping did your eyes water probably okay because that they think that's hot when your eyes water yeah when your eyes water and they're all shiny and you look up at them they're like oh because they've watched too much porn <laughs> okay i do like the look up but a lot of times i look up and their head their eyes are like already like they're not even paying attention i feel like to me they're just like 
in their own world, which is fine. Which is fine. I'm afraid when I look up that I look like one of the, you know, those crazy people, like you see those people with crazy eyes. And when I look yeah. up, I like, in my mind, I have crazy eyes. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> How's it going up there? How's it going up there? You having fun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's so funny. Your eyes just start rolling in like opposite directions. Right. And so I don't think that's hot. And and honestly, <laughs> when when somebody's going down on me, I don't really want them looking at me. I don't want their. I don't want to look down at his head and his eyes be like, "Hey, this good." I, I don't. I don't like that. So, how was your week? I haven't seen you. How was your week? Oh, because we're doing this remotely. We should say that. So, that yeah, you are in your boudoir, boudoir sanctuary bedroom. It yes, looks very I am. Bright and white behind you. Okay, I have a question for you, and I've actually been wanting to ask you about this. Um, I want your thoughts on masturbation because... Yes, do it. Your... Oh, wait. Okay. (laughs) I was like, do the question or do the masturbation? I was like, sorry. Is there Okay. Yes. You should masturbate a lot daily. (laughs) 10, Um, 4, 2. Take your time. Okay. I have so many questions now. Okay. Even before like the other questions. Your long-term partner doesn't... He travels a lot for work. Mm -hmm. So you're home a lot. And sometimes you're dating. Sometimes you're not. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So, okay, you answer that. You masturbate every day? Yes. What, does your clit get sore? No. But she's had a workout for so many years. She's like, I got this. <laughs> it's, like, it's like muscle building. <laughs> it's like, you know, if you, if you just start off in the gym and you do biceps, then the <laughs> next morning your biceps might be a little sore. If, however, you've been in the gym a lot and you've done biceps every week for like the last 20 years, then your biceps are like, what else you got? Okay, so that, do you have to step up your game for yourself? Um, sometimes, yeah, it depends on, it depends. Am I just, am I doing it? Cause like, it's not going out, bang, bang, done, you know, cause let's get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Or am I taking my time? You know, cause actually, actually when I masturbated mm. this afternoon, I had this dialogue with myself. How much time do I want to spend doing this? Or do I want to just hurry up and get it knocked out? Right. Because I discovered, I think I talked about it on a show a couple months ago. I, d- I discovered that if you use a G-spot vibrator and your like magic wand together, it's kind of like a vibrating sandwich. And your clit goes apeshit, man. Like it's like talk about a body orgasm because you you play with your G spot vibrator for a little while, where you know, and that is one of those things that when you play with your G spot, you have to go really slow and you, you rev up to it and you go soft into it and soft into it, and then when you add in your other vibrator, your your G spot's all happy and now your clit's all happy and your body goes bam. I've never used a G spot vibrator. Oh well, I might I suggest for. <laughs> I'm so boring when it comes to masturbating. Well, how do you masturbate? Just like with my fingers, because I can make <gasps> myself come so fat. Oh my God, you look so fucking appalled right now. Well, what? I like just with, there's so many options and you just, you know, fingers. Okay. So the story goes really quickly. I had a box of toys. I lost them in a relationship. I didn't, I moved around a lot. I didn't take the time to really re-up my Plenish. game replenish. Right. And a guy I dated sent me what I currently have. And it's kind of like, um, I'm like looking over cause I can see like right where it's, it's at. right there on the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh no, actually this is really funny. I have my sex box and it's usually underneath the chair that I'm and recording right on. Here, conveniently located where she can just reach in and grab it. Here it is. <laughs> okay. Wait a time out. All right. I want to point out your sex box is like the size of a shoe box. <laughs> yeah. It's small. Okay. Would it's mom. Go, would you like me to go get my suitcase? <laughs> I have a sex toy suitcase. I know. I need to step it the fuck up. And most of this box is like 
It's not even that exciting. And so in both of my drawers, I actually keep, because, you know, when we have guests over, sometimes she forgets her vibrator and I don't want her using my vibrator. Like you have a guest vibrator. Of course I have a guest vibrator. Doesn't everyone? (laughs) No, Charlene, no. (laughs) And also I have been a guest many times. You've never (laughs) asked. You've never asked. That's true. I mean, but Very because, true. Because what happens is, you know, you get in the bedroom and you're playing and stuff like that. And then somebody says, hey, do you have an extra vibrator? I'm like, How, which, which kind would you like? I have several. I have several That's guest insane. vibrators only because I have personal favorites are mine to use, which when I want them, I want them and I don't want to lend them out. So I got a buffet of guest vibrators. <laughs> have you ever dated someone or been in a long-term relationship with someone where you lost your sex toys to them where they were like, I don't want you using these with someone else. Okay. You remember that guy you met when he came over? Yeah. He's okay. actually who I was thinking of. Okay. Okay. Here's what happened. He bought me the body, the, a new body wand. Like my body wand, like I don't, it's, it's so old. It sounds like a jet engine when I turn it off. Yeah. Those things terrify me. Okay. It sounds like a jet engine and it's old. So it sounds like a jet engine that's probably going to, to, to make a really in, inopportune crash. Okay. <laughs> and he bought me one and then we broke up and he's never quite offered to give it to me and I'm like hmm I have the clicker to your gate (laughs) okay Uh (laughs) I'm wondering if there's a negotiation we can make but yeah I need a new body wand oh well for anyone listening if you'd like to send Sean Lee a body wand send Sean Lee the Hitachi body wand I like the cordless rechargeable just saying I'll take anything because I ain't got shit so (laughs) Lindsay, it's like, it's like we need to have a telethon. Okay. okay yes. Okay. So, okay. The, the vibrating dildo I have, I'm going to show you. See how it has like the, it goes like thicker here. It's not even that thick. That looks like a small. Lilo or something brand. Yeah, it, it is. How the fuck? <laughs> I pull out a dildo. She goes, that looks like a Lilo 3000. Next. <laughs> Just like, yeah, it is a like Lilo. Me. But I don't like that it gets bigger and then smaller because when it goes in and out of me, it, it like, because it I, I contract. Yeah. I do yeah. not like it. So well, I hardly not, ever use that's it. That's not a G-spot vibrator that looks like that. No, it's just a general. Yeah. No, I think I have vibrator. one similar to that and I wasn't impressed. Lilo's a great company and their toys feel like when you pick up their toys, they feel so good. It tastes, it, or tastes, it feels it tastes <laughs> delicious. When it's like on silky. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like it in my vagina. It's got to go somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Oh, her ass, her ass. It's going to her ass. I, it has tickled my ass once or twice recently. Right. But I remember when I was younger in my teenage years using like a little vibrator and I loved that on my clit. Like the that little tiny one? Come. Like, yeah. An egg. Probably. Whatever like they made egg? in 2004. Does it look like an egg? It was like a little wand. Like a bullet. And like the end of it just would go like zzz, And it was like this little plastic cheap thing probably okay, so, from Spencer's. Okay, wait a minute. Was it plastic and maybe so long and tiny and then had an egg on the end? Could have. I don't remember the that egg on the G, end part. That though. would be a G spot vibrator. It, that's what a G. It's it's thin. Mm. So like the the shaft of a G spot vibrator is not much bigger than let's say a pen, like a shaft. Oh right. Not super thick. Oop. And, but <laughs> I just banging shit around. And, but um, that's what you get when you drink. And then there's a little egg on it that angles. And so when you put uh-huh. it inside of you, the egg angles up. And so depending on where your G spot is, you rotate the the little wandy thing to find your G-spot and then you just rub on your G-spot with it. Okay. I don't understand for all women, including yourself out there that have all these amazing toys. Why are men necessary? You know, it's funny. You should say that. (laughs) (laughs) Do tell. When I first discovered vibrators and a rabbit, my 
long-term partner's ex-wife and I are friends. Remember, we talked about this on another show. Mm -hmm. So I went with her and we went and bought her a sex toy. She didn't have one. So I bought her the rabbit, you know, where it, it rotates and spins and then it's got the little rabbit that goes. And I called that from the time I, I used it. Who needs a man? That's the who needs mm. a man toy. Because that thing moves around. It have you ever used a rabbit? I have actually. It feels like a guy is inside of you. <laughs> I just can't. I just, I'm loving the part that you bought your husband's ex-wife. Her, well, I didn't buy it for her. She bought it, but I took her shopping for it. She didn't have one. And then she texted me, who needs a man? Exactly. Said, exactly. Exactly. Because I was getting fingered the other day and, and I was- On Tuesday at three o'clock in the afternoon, I was getting fingered. <laughs> and I love that. Like I love like that flick upward, which is probably on my G-spot. Like the come here motion? Yes. That's the G-spot, baby. Love that. that <laughs> now, when women, um, when women come, when women squirt, because mm -hmm. there are times where I feel like there's so much pressure, like being pushed. If you bared down, you'd squirt. That's what I feel like I'm like about to make that happen sometime yeah. soon. It, it almost feels like you're peeing, but you're not. Right. But you know how when you sit, you know how when you're holding your pee, like I got to pee, I got to pee, I got to pee. And then you run into the bathroom and you sit down and you just release. Yes. That releasing sensation is the same kind of sensation. Like, you know, how sometimes you have to pee so bad and then you sit down, like nothing happens. So you bear down just a little bit and everything mm -hmm. releases like that. That's kind of what a G spot, a, a, a score is like. And then his job is because usually, have you ever, have you, when, when they make you squirt, their fingers are in there and, and then they kind of go really fast. So water goes everywhere. <laughs> it's like, it's like you need a rain, you need an, an umbrella. I mean, I'm not talking, there's not like a little. Oh my God. <laughs> so when you start squirting, the man should continue going. That's not the end. You'll be happier if he keeps going. Yes. Wow. Well, that's good to know. I did yeah, not otherwise, know that. Like I can't imagine. I, okay. Let me be clear. I've never had a guy stop when I started to squirt. <laughs> okay. Usually they, because they get it that, that when you put your fingers in a woman and you start moving around and you feel that start to fill up with fluid, when it's mm. full, if they start going really fast, you just. Okay. I thought I had made myself squirt a couple times in the shower. And now that you say it, like the standing up component and bearing down would make sense that I was squirting. Mm-hmm. And that I was able to push it out like that. But the thing that makes me think maybe I wasn't is because I was just, I was just rubbing my clit. I didn't have anything inside. I there don't are ever some finger women myself. Who can, who can squirt? Like, I'm just not one of them. Or let me clarify. No one has made me squirt by just rubbing my clit. But okay. I do know I went down on a girl one time and I was licking her pussy and she told me I was going to make her squirt and I backed up. That's right. I remember you backed <laughs> so, way the fuck up. I, was like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what that tastes like. And I don't think I want to know. I'm still kind of angry. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, okay. So the next time I'm in the shower, I'm going to shut the water off when I get close and see what happens. And just see what the, what's water and what's you? Yeah. Because I swear to God, the feeling I get sometimes, not all the time, but when I'm in the shower masturbating. And now I should clarify that typically the only time I'm masturbating in the shower is if I hadn't haven't had sex in a while, so or like haven't masturbated in the shower in a long time. It's been a while, and but usually, like I'll do other stuff. Like I'll okay. I love some people love morning sex. I love, I love sex. Me too. I love morning masturbation. Like me too. I'm not a big morning person. Like it takes me a little while to I'll wake up to get out of bed, get moving. 
So a lot of times, especially if I have to be somewhere, I will masturbate to wake myself up. Yeah. Which is great in theory, but it doesn't always work out that way because sometimes I'm just so relaxed. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I was thinking. I was like, I got where you were going. I just don't know that you got to the destination. You know what I I got to the destination, but not the (laughs) three times, bitch. Um, Okay. But you know what I'll do is I will, if I have to, if like, if I'm stressed, if, if the world, if, if business is doing whatever, if, if I'm stressed, I call it my M&M time. I masturbate, then I meditate. And I have the most strong, incredible meditations if I masturbate first. Okay. I have another question for you because both of us, both of us are into meditation Mm -hmm. and by the way, just for the record listeners, I think everyone should meditate. I realize it's hard to do, do it. You'll be happier long-term. Keep going. Yes. Yes. Even like five, 10 minutes a day. Just give it to yourself. Um, Give it to you, baby. In all the ways. (laughs) I masturbated once or twice, but definitely once during a meditation. And that was the weirdest fucking experience for me. Have you ever- wait, 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 I have questions now. Okay, I'll play. Yes. So, so set the stage for us. Your eyes are closed. You're sitting up or you're laying down. I wear a blindfold and I'm, t- I'm always sitting up. Okay. Um, and typically on the edge of like the couch. So my feet are grounded. Okay. Are you in public when you have this masturbation meditation? Absolutely not. Okay. Just thought I'd check. That is a great question. Right. And so here you are sitting with your feet on the ground, blindfold on, looking for all the world like a submissive waiting to be tortured. <laughs> okay. Didn't even think of that. Okay. I'm just saying that's, I'm just setting the stage here. And then what, what happened then? You're mad. You're, med- you're meditating. You're, you're, you're in the zone. You're in spirit and your hands found your pussy. I see how like masturbating first is a better idea as you suggested <laughs> masturbate and then meditate because there are multiple times that like that's all I could think about and I'm trying to meditate and then the meditations I do are through Joe Dispenza and mm-hmm. so there's like this breathing that he does too mm-hmm. um it's called the breath mm-hmm. and so you do a lot of stuff from your um the floor, the floor of your yeah. uh no uh your pelvic floor yeah. Okay. And so you're stimulating your pelvic floor and wondering why you're masturbating when you're okay. Yes. But like multiple times, like I'll go into it, but now you have enlightened me. I'm going to masturbate and then meditate. Well, so I have a theory about this of why it works. And, and this is kind of a little woo woo for our show, but just, it's our drunk show. So what do you want? Forget. Sometimes we get philosophical when we do <laughs> so it, it, we're about to have a moment. All right. So I believe that when you orgasm, that is the closest you ever get to actual death, if you will, or spirit or whatever, mm. because you're so internally focused. You, you can only experience the pleasure. There's nothing else you can possibly think about except right then, in that moment. It's like the one time your focus is solely centered, right? Yeah. So like that if I have a masturbation session first, my meditation is stronger because I'm already there. I'm already in that high-flying disc place, because I'm an Abraham Hicks follower, as you know. And right. so I'm already on that high-flying disc of, of being one with my, with my inner being. So when I meditate, it's, like just a, it's just like a step over instead of a have to get up to. Okay. So do you set an intention before you... Because I've, I've heard and I believe there's so much energy when you orgasm. I mean, that's where we create life. Yeah. So you, so a lot of, yeah. So a lot of people will believe that you can create during an orgasm. I believe that. Yeah. So sometimes I'll think of something that I want, 
set intention before I masturbate. But then it's the weirdest fucking thing because I'm masturbating, thinking about some fucked up shit. And then I'll have like (laughs) (laughs) self-love like flow through my head real quick. And I'm like, I was thinking billion dollars, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A billion dollars. Monica actually taught me this. What she would do is she would put a sticky note on her ceiling of whatever the intention was that she was wanting. And then when she masturbated and she would get there, she would open her eyes and she would see it. And then that way she didn't have to focus ahead of time. She just knew that when she opened her eyes, she would see it. And she said it worked for her. She said because she immediately would get a phone call from somebody or whatever. So I decided to try it. I'm watching porn one day and I'm thinking, oh, that's right. Monica's got, but my ceiling is really high up there. Like I'm not yeah, going to cover it. So I open up my Word doc, okay? <laughs> my Microsoft Word, my laptop, watching porn. I move the porn to the upper screen. I move the Microsoft Word doc down on the bottom. And what I had posted, just so, to kind of be clear, is I wanted to have an Alexa skill. Oh. And so I put that on there, put on my little porn, went to town, and if anyone's been following us, they know that I have two Alexa skills now. And so I'm like, oh, this works. What's next? That's brilliant with the laptop idea, though. Right? Because it was just like, it was just the computer, you know, because and then and then as I was watching the porn and getting turned on, it was right under there. So you, so even though I wasn't technically focusing on it, you know, you see it in your periphery. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. It's I like, so it works. So like from now on, when we want someone to talk dirty to us, we're like, listen, I want you to talk dirty to me, but like real, like, like I want you to tell me. Oh, baby, I'm going to make you that million dollars. I'm going to get you that, whatever your desires are. Okay, so I know for sure it works, particularly when you do it with someone else, because um, I've done it before. So my long-term partner and I wanted to have a girlfriend, and we had one girlfriend, and there were a lot of things we loved about her, but there were a lot of things that just weren't compatible. And so Mm -hmm. we're making love, and we're talking about this fictional girl that we want, right? She has to be self-sufficient and she has to, you know, be attracted to both of us and she has to have this and she has to have that and she's got to be built like this and, you know, all of this list of things, right? And we're just making love and so we're having this fantasy kind of talk and so we're both orgasming and we're, you know, blah, blah, blah. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Homegirl walks in my house. I didn't even want her to come over. I did not because she was coming over with a friend and it was Sunday night and I was like, it's a school night. I got shit to do. I have time <laughs> right. to be having wine with people. And she walked in the door. I was like, hi. <laughs> and, and I was hooked on her like a drug. Mm. And so I can promise you sex magic works. It's the most power. The, um, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, Napoleon Hill's yes. Think and Grow Rich talks about sex transmutation, which if you put that force and the energy there, it, it can't help but go out. Because it's so focused. There's no split energy in sex. It's so focused. Right. Yeah. So if you want something, might I suggest you have sex and talk about it? I mean, you can't go wrong with sex. You can have sex to feel better from an illness, a physical illness. You can have sex to manifest things. You can have sex just to feel good for fun. Like what reason is there not to have sex? You know, I, as we do in more interviews, I want to interview people. So if you're listening, I'm, I'm open to a discussion. Um, who don't have sex. So my long-term partner's best friend is married to a woman who doesn't want to have sex with him. And it's a fucking mystery to me. She's asexual or she just doesn't want to have sex with him? I don't know, but they don't have sex. And there are a lot of people out there who have sexless marriages and sexless sexless relationships. And Mm -hmm. that's a mystery. It's just a fucking mystery. Because like you said, sex feels good. It feels good, period. If it doesn't feel good, 
like why? I wonder if it doesn't feel good for those people. Okay. Those are the questions I have. Right. It's maybe it's like, cause some people, you know, well, I think they're out there don't have taste buds. And so, so they don't get into eating like the way, I mean, I fucking love to eat cause I love flavors and I love textures of point, foods yeah. and all that stuff. But if you didn't have taste buds, you might just be like, yeah, food, I eat it cause I got to live. You know, it's interesting you say that because my relationship with food, because I, I competed. So when you, when you do any type of bodybuilding competition, you eat so much, you eat for the fuel, you don't eat for the flavor, right? Mm-hmm. So my relationship with food is very simple. I don't want to be hungry and I don't want to be nauseous. That's it. Like I don't, whatever it is that nourishes me, I don't care. I just don't want to be hungry or nauseous. So, but I, but I, my son is one of those people like you who really gets into flavor. So mm-hmm. it makes me wonder if, if that's a good analogy for that. Cause I could care less if I, if I could survive without eating, I would not eat. Like it doesn't really, it doesn't matter that much to me. Like, I don't care. I just don't want to be hungry or nauseous. Oh God. I mean, I do struggle with the nauseous part cause I'll just eat and eat and eat and eat, but no, I struggle with the nauseous. If I'm not, if I, if my stomach is empty, I'm nauseous. Oh, okay. So that, that's my thing. I have to, and then you have hungry. to eat enough calories and protein just, to, yeah, just to kind right. of function. Right. So, so to me, it's like, Hmm. No, I mean, I, I like feel that with food. sex, though. <laughs> you have to if I don't have enough. Yeah, if I'm not getting it, I'm cranky. I'm tired of masturbating. You get sangry. So like sex yeah, angry. I get sex angry. <laughs> well, that's the thing, because being in a new relationship, I've started masturbating like a little bit again because we don't see each other every day and he travels and I travel and whatever. And so for a while at the beginning, you know, I was saving myself. Like even if it was well, special... If especially, oh, fuck that. I'm sorry. When you say you're saving yourself, everyone in the room thought what I did. <laughs> oh, you're saving yourself for what? Hmm. I meant for like the next day. My bad. <laughs> oh, you're saving up your orgasms. Yeah. I would like, especially if it was just a day, mm-hmm. I would wait because then, you know, I wanted to like, and then we'd have sex like three or four times that day. And then you'd have 25 orgasms. <sighs> yes. It was amazing. But if we go like two or three days, because even when I came to visit you, him, that mm-hmm. first, or second or third time we recorded. You were masturbating down by my pool? Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) Like it had only been less than like 12 hours since I had had sex with that man. Probably less than that. And we were already like mass, like doing mutual masturbation. In my pool. In your pool. Thank you. I want to point that out. By the mango tree. By the mango tree. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, 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 I like, you know, sometimes I would prefer to, and here's the thing, I love sex too. But sometimes I prefer to masturbate because... Tell me more I'm, about that. Well, it's like, I don't have to think about anybody else. I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about anybody else. I don't have to worry about their enjoying it. This is a me and me moment that I know what I... Like, to me, sometimes it's just it's just more... I Like, not all the time, but sometimes it's just more fun. It's just more of a guilty, selfish pleasure. I believe in selfishness. I believe... Yeah, selfless, selfish. Self-full. Selfish. Ooh, I like that. Self-full fulfilling. That's kind of where I was going. I like to lie there for a second after I orgasm or during it and like feel Mm -hmm. my whole body just enjoy those chemicals. So I can only imagine if some poor fucking motherfucker walked in after I (laughs) masturbate and they're like, what are you doing? Like, you look like you're just in ecstasy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I am. Thank you. Thanks for Don't smell my fingers. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I, you know, I can masturbate with my fingers, but my hand gets tired. It's like, what's the point? I can lay a vibrator. Mm. I can lay the Hitachi wand on my clit, click around, type my little intentions on my computer. Okay. Watch my porn. Hands free. That's brilliant. Okay. I'm just saying why you'd use your finger. Don't your hands get tired? That is brilliant. No. Well, I will say, because I'm left-handed, 
that I truly am left-handed when it comes to masturbating too. If I try to use my right hand to like switch things up, it's just different. Like the only time I've ever used both hands masturbating is when I had the G-spot vibrator with my right hand because I'm right-handed and I was in and out. And then I used my left hand only to hold the Hitachi one stable. Like there was no... Really? Yeah. I can't imagine masturbating with both of your hands. Do you rub your nipples when you masturbate? Oh, no. I mean, um, like if I, if I have to switch for some reason, like if I get a cramp in my hand or Which something, I'll switch. Which is why you use vibrator, then you don't have to get a cramp. Yeah. And yes, I do rub my nipples. Do you rub your nipples? Eh, a little bit. Not really. I love my nipples. Like I love the way my nipples feel when they're touched, I should say. So I, yeah, I like it too, but it's like, it's, it's for me, it's, um, I guess when I sit down with Matt to, to masturbate, I have an, I have a goal. Mm, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting there. Like we got, we got stuff to do. We're going to have, we're going to have our meditation. We're going to have a masturbation. We're going to get <laughs> masturbation in. We're going to go to work, whatever it is. I got, I got something to do. So yeah, like I don't, but I mean, that's a it, good point. But I think, but I, you know, I talked about this on a, a show a couple months ago where I think you should get in the tub and you should set the stage and you should set candles mm. and you should make love to your whole body. I mean, I'm a total believer in that, but I'm about efficiency sometimes. <laughs> I haven't made love with myself in a long time now that I think about it. It's such a, it's such a good thing to do, right? Yeah, I used to do it. Sometimes I'm like, what's the highest misuse of my time? Getting this knocked out real fast so I can get on to it. <laughs> Well, the, it made me think when you said that it's a goal. I feel like that's probably the only time besides like a quickie and you have somewhere to go mm-hmm. with a partner, but it's the only time that really sex is the goal is to come for me. So I think that there's a lot of ways to make love to yourself because I was thinking about this. I have a partner who I've had for a long time. I've talked about him before um, and he writes me the most beautiful, mm. I mean, just the most beautiful monologues of these the times that we've been together and how he describes it. And, and, and if you could see her face right now, she is so into it. She's on like a different fucking well, planet. Because he can, I've never met anyone. One time we were together and it was before we'd ever had sex and we were in his car and we ended up pulling about in front of his house, in front of my house actually. And we start making out in the car like teenagers. I mean, like we're 17 that. years old and mom and dad are going to start flashing the lights. Okay. <laughs> And all of my neighbors had a reason to drive by my house that night, by the way. And they all slowed down. And we fogged up the windows. And, and, and I take his cock out and I start sucking on it and I'm touching him. And I got to tell you, he sent me a text message that was no less than like three pages just recounting how he felt and what we did. And wow. Just beautiful. And he can milk the joy out of a memory like like. I felt like we were right there back in his car because it was so juvenile. Like mm-hmm. we couldn't go in and have sex because we had to be up early in the morning, blah, blah, blah. So we're in his car and we're making out and I'm sucking his cock and playing with his, and we're petting and kissing like you do when you're 17. I like, I feel like he makes love to me with his words every single time he sends me a text. Oh. And I've only had sex with him once. I've only had sex with him once. That's incredible. I mean, that goes back to the making love languages that we talked about. I don't know how many episodes ago. Oh, I forgot we did that. Yeah. Me too. I know. (laughs) For him. Oh my gosh. Have you ever had a guy go down on you with an ice cube? We may have talked about this also, but holy fuck. Like if they put the ice cube directly on you, that is no bueno. That hurts. But like the coolness of their mouth and tongue is really hot. Now I've had a guy drink and crunch ice and then go down on me. But Mm -hmm. I've... I've never had a guy use an ice cube on my clip before. 
You had a guy put a popsicle inside me once. That was way too intense. I did not like that. I might like that. We both thought it was going to be sexy and it was so cold. I got like frostbite on my fucking vagine. Yeah, that's not good. I once went down on a guy with, um, you know, the Altoids mints. They tell you, hey, eat an Altoids. Go down on him. Mm, yeah. No bueno. Burn he's the like, shit out of him. Yeah, it's like he's on fire. He's like, oh, <laughs> I don't like it. And Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks are also a bad idea. My fear with Pop Rocks would be that like as you're sucking his dick, one of the rocks would pop and it would like shoot back into my esophagus and I would like asphyxiate myself from... Pop you rock are dub. such an interesting individual because when you said I that, I thought, "What?" Here's what I thought. Okay, when you were saying, one of my fears is that the rocks would pop, and here was the rest of the sentence in my mind, and it would go into his urethra, that little opening. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, Lindsay's all worried about herself, man. She's like, "I'm only worried about esophagus, me." Esophagus, and it would hurt me. Forget. <laughs> I would die. I would die. <laughs> I just um, always thought it would be because you know it's this popping sensation in your tongue. I thought it would be really cool against his cock. He said it felt like a blowjob of sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> You're like happy Fourth of July, happy Independence Day. He's like we're no longer together. You're independent. Um, I do have to tell you a funny thing though, that I heard recently um, because I, I don't know if I told you that I've decided to dip my toe back into the swinging world. Did I tell you this? No. Yeah. You because, kind of alluded to it on a previous episodes, but. Well, it's just one of those things. I'm in this space of, of exploration, right? I, so I love I it. Swinging in a, in a, as I was a different being. And then I explored poly, which I'm still very poly. And, and, but now I want to kind of just see what's out there in the swinging world for me. Anyway, so I talked to a friend of mine and um, I'm kind of just getting a feel for what's going on because I've been out for a minute. And she tells me that, did you know that in Tampa, Florida, which, you know, you and I both live in Florida. Did you know that there is a nudist resort in Tampa? No. What? A nudist resort? An entire town, like like a like a like a community. Community is better word. No, I know that there are some nudist beaches. I know there's some oh, no. swingers clubs. No, I it's know a whole community. That. There's a restaurant. There's a bar on. There's a there's a nightclub on on. Yeah, it's a there's pools and it's like imagine a resort but everybody's naked. Yeah, that is what I'm picturing, and I'm I'm concerned. But on this property, there's houses and there's apartments, and everybody's naked. I'd be terrified to fart ever. <laughs> you and you're farting, and it used to be straight nudists. Well, mm-hmm. she lives there. She and her husband own a place there. They live there, and so I was like, really? She said, yeah. She said the the let's call them purists for lack of a better term because I can't remember what she said. But okay. basically that straight nudists, people who are just nudists, not swingers, not, they're just, mm-hmm. they just like to be naked. They are having some challenges with so many swingers moving in. And she said, I think before long, it's going to be the first swinger community in the United States. Wow. Okay. So it's obviously, I'm guessing it's a nudist resort, but clothing optional, right? Like if you no, want to lose a nude, like I remember walking from our little condo down to the pool, watching these two little old people just sitting on their front porch, waving at us, naked as the day they're born. It's a nudist colony. Let's use the word colony. How do you get to work? What do you mean, how do you get to work? Like if you have to go to work off the resort. I'm sure you can put on your clothes and get in the car. Okay. But other than that, people are truly just, are the wait staff nude, like at at the restaurant? I don't recall. I don't, you know what? They must have had clothing at the wait staff because I would have remembered if they didn't. We should find out if not. It's fucking down the street from you. I know. Let's go. You That's can get a day pass. Let's go. Yeah. So I've they been, live there though. That's this is what's fascinating. That was to me, that was yeah. There. There's like there's there's a part there's condos and there's houses on this property, and they live there. <laughs> and I so as you know we're moving, and I said to my oh. I was like, hey, how do you feel about living here? 
he said, great, let's tell my sister to come visit. That'll go. I was just, that was my next question was like, (laughs) how do you, you were like, I'm sorry, I can never host a holiday meal. Like, how does that even? Well, the text I got from her was, she said, we live here, so we're happy to host. And so when I get together with her, which I am going to get together with her on New Year's Eve, um, I'm going to ask her that question. So how do you, like, I got questions. Yes. (laughs) How do you handle family gatherings? Where does your family, because I realized that me being so open isn't the norm for, for a lot of people. Right. That, oh, totally. That changes with what we do with our show. Yes. But, uh, you know, I realize right now I'm an aberration. So I got questions. Where does your family think you live? <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, I got questions. I'm fascinated. It's down the street from you, by the way. It's not far. I just go knocking at her door and she's like, you're a little overdressed. What would you like? Why are you <laughs> she's, here? She's got the most magnificent body. I mean, it's see, like, that's what intimidates me about nudist colonies because I do not. And the thought of, even if I think I... rarity. Like when Mm -hmm. I went on a swingers cruise back in uh, 2010 um, and I met this huge, amazing group of beautiful swinger people in Florida, it didn't start out that way. Like I can remember, it was, we took, it was a, it was a ship takeover, the entire cruise ship. And I'm standing inside where there's the windows where people are looking out on the pool deck and the staff from the ship are standing there with their mouths open like... (laughs) (laughs) and we turn and look and everyone who shouldn't well I shouldn't say that everyone who I did not want to see naked was naked Mm -hmm. anyone I wanted to see naked was not and the staff was just like (laughs) and they had these and on the cruise ship they had these separate rooms they had like the chocolate room which was a black guy who who, the rule of the chocolate room was if you showed up you got fucked and some girls complained because they went down to the chocolate room and they didn't get fucked and there was a big thing (gasps) Oh my God. That is not the direction I thought that sentence okay. was going to go at yeah. all. Yeah. Some girls Aww. got very upset because they went down there and they were not serviced. Okay. And I'm then, like that annoying person that would love to know the logistics on this and it does not <laughs> fucking matter for the sake of this conversation. <laughs> but what other rooms did they have? They had a, they had a BDSM room. They had a, they had a dungeon room. Oh. They had a chocolate room. They had a, um, a girls only room. They had, um, it, it was, it was, it was, it was the cruise ship. On. It was just the swingers. It was like you guys sold it out. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. ship takeover. Right. So everything was, was swinger friendly and they were, <laughs> and the, the cruise ship was kind to remind us, please wear clothes in the dining room. <laughs> like we had to be told. Can you imagine the team coming from like the kids, like family cruise the week before? And then they're like, Hey guys, swingers club and they're or party. And they're probably like, Oh yeah, cool. We got this. And then y'all show up and they're like, we did not have this. We well, were not so mentally I, I prepared. Asked, you know me, I asked the staff question. Like, so how did this go down in your team meeting? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do not fuck the guests. Well, that was one of the rules, but they said you could, you volunteered. Like you didn't have to do that cruise. Right. That makes right? sense. And so like when they do swing fest in Fort Lauderdale, they take over hotels. Like, you don't know any of this. Swing Fest is like a four-day, five-day, three-day, something like that. Several-day party of swingers. It's called Swing Fest. And it's down in Florida, down in Fort Lauderdale. But this is how I've always known, even from a young age, of like curiosity is that, like, for example, someone posted a meme earlier on, in our group about... Yes, cream pies. The internet's gross. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I remember when I started finding out these double meanings growing up, I wasn't like all the other girls were like, ew, you're gross. I was like, what? Tell me more. And I didn't even know what sex really was. Like I wasn't having it, but I was intrigued. And the same thing with, I remember hotels in Cleveland, people being like, this is a swingers uh, 
bar and it was usually the bars inside hotels which makes sense in retrospect but I was and they were all like let's go somewhere else you know these um, crazy people or whatever and I was like why let's go in why? like let's go see I, I was totally with yeah you. but I had swinger parents so oh right yeah so but I will tell you that if you are listening to the show and you would like to see some of the things that go on in our group make sure to join the two wild orchids Facebook group because the conversations in there are something else we are still banned on Instagram yeah what the fuck we'll see what happens I don't know but still, you guys can follow us. We just can't do anything else. Follow really, us. We can't like your comments. We see your comments. We can't like them. We can't respond to them. We can't even comment. The more you guys follow us, though, the more it supposedly shows Instagram that we're not spam Something. or some shit. I don't know. So, Ms. Lindsay, tonight we have the cocktail party. Yes, ma'am. All righty. So we are going to jump off so we can go to our cocktail party. If you do yes. not attend our cocktail party, we hate that for you. We miss you. <laughs> <laughs> It's our monthly cocktail party. And if you watch our group, you'll find out when it is. So as we get out of here today, Miss Lindsay, I'm going to say stay sexy. And I'm going to say come to our cocktail party and then masturbate. Bring your own vibrator. Bring your own vibrator. <laughs> B-Y-O-V. What? <laughs>